Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your host and guide, and today we continue with Lesson 3, The Power of Forgiveness, Section 4, Awakening Requires Vigilance and Discipline, and we're going to look at paragraphs 5, 6, and 7. And Jeshua continues, what if you literally chose the, quote, insane, end quote, way, according to the world, of looking upon that one who has just done that act as a brother or sister who is crying out for help and healing? And the act he's referring to is in the previous paragraph where he's talking about somebody who's broken into your home and stolen your stereo equipment. What if you chose to look upon them as one who does not know how to live in this world without being of the world? who does not know the way to self-forgiveness, who does not know the truth of the light that lives within them, and who does not recognize their great power to create whatever they want in a way that is not hurting anyone. What if you chose to look upon them with compassion rather than reactivity? Radical. We all like this. We all kind of, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you agree with this. And are we doing this? Well, maybe sometimes we are and other times we aren't. And so let's let's see if we can do it more often than we than we don't. <laughs> That's why it's a practice. So let's look at what Jeshua is saying. He says this what what he just said is an insane thought to the world. According to the world, to see someone with this level of compassion and innocence is insane. You have every right to judge and be angry with someone who broke into your home and stole your stereo, who vandalized your car, who keyed your car, who hurt someone that you love, right? We have every, it, it seems like as humans, we have every right to be angry. They're violating the Ten Commandments, you know? So, but Jeshua's saying, what if you literally chose the insane way? insane according to the world, of looking upon that that one who's just done that act as a brother or sister, who's crying out for help and healing. What would our society look like if when someone broke the law, we saw it as a cry for help and healing? What if you chose to look upon them as one who does not know how to live in this world without being of the world? Who doesn't know how to be in the world and be attached to like just the, the way that we're living, the human experience, who doesn't know the way to self-forgiveness, who doesn't know the truth of the light that lives within them. What if we saw that person that way? Take any politician, any celebrity, any public figure you see in the news, take anyone in your world that you are angry with or really judging? And can you see them as a brother or sister crying out for help and healing? Can you see yourself when you when you lash out when you are in judgment as crying out for help and healing? That you have forgotten the truth of the light that lives within you and that they have as well. And can you see this other person who does not recognize their great power to create whatever they want like the, he's not mincing words here. He never says like some of the time, like the great power to create whatever they want in a way that is not hurtful to anyone. Imagine if like we grew up knowing that in this human experience, like what would this world look like? And of course, we, we're doing this work now. 
we're awakening in this way now. And as we do that, and as we step into this truth, and as we put these things into practice, we become the way showers, the teachers, the demonstrators of these truths to others in our life and people who observe us. Without even having to say, hey, I'm doing X, Y, Z, we just be. And it's that's what teaching is. And we'll see the definition of teaching later. As Jeshua tells us, teaching is just demonstrating, it's just being what you are. So imagine if you saw these people that are like universally judged as crying out for help and healing, as having for they don't know the way of self-forgiveness. They've forgotten the truth of the light that lives within them and that they have the power to create whatever they want in a way that's not hurtful to anyone else. What if you chose to look upon them with compassion rather than reactivity? And we continue in paragraph six. Jeshua says, it begins in simple ways. To set the stage, I want you to remember that time has been given to you that you might use it constructively. That means when you awaken in the morning, realize that you are in school. You do not have to drive anywhere. You are already there. So this is something that we teach in our uh, breathwork facilitator trainings, these principles of spiritual psychology. And one of them is that we are uh, divine beings that have incarnated into this 3D earth plane to learn and to grow and to awaken and to use it as awakening, that it's school. And that we have chosen our majors, right? When you go to school, I want to study engineering. That's my focus. And I'm going to take all classes on engineering. And some semesters you take easy classes because you want easy classes. And others, you're like, hey, I want to be more challenged. I want to take some hard classes. And you've got professors who are your teachers. And you've got classmates, right, that you're going to school with. Well, earth school is kind of like that. Right. We have our professors, our kind of guides and our mentors. We have our co- you know, our classmates, our the people in our world that are going through these journeys and the, the school with us. And we usually have like a major, a theme. And each person has their own curriculum. There's not just one correct. There is one curriculum in terms of awakening into love, but there's many different ways that you can do that. There's an infinite number of paths for each person. When we start to think of life like that. It becomes less serious, I think, less heavy, more of like a game. It's a lighter way to think about this this human experience that we're having. And so that's what Jeshua is inviting us into. He says it begins in simple ways. You wake up, hey, I'm in school. Where are my lessons today? Where are my opportunities to choose love? Because that's what the school is about. And you don't have to go anywhere. You're already there. And then in paragraph seven, Jeshua says, the universe is literally helping to assist you into having experiences that will bring things up for you so that you can choose to look at them differently, thereby discovering the great power within you, the freedom within you to choose what you want to perceive and to elicit only what you want to feel so that even if nails are being driven through the hands, you finally are liberated in the power to choose love and therefore to overcome this world. Boom. So let's look at this again. When we talk about this metaphor for school, Jeshua was saying the universe is literally, not metaphorically, not symbolically, literally helping to assist you 
and to having experiences that will bring things up for you so that you can choose to look at them differently. That's what this whole life is about, but we see these as obstacles. We, th- we see these as like things in the way. We, we judge our life when it's not smooth. Like we all have this idealism of like a smooth, easy, peaceful life when that's not what this 3D earth is. It's a school. And we go to school to learn and to grow and to to like a laboratory to experience, to choose. So the universe brings all of these things up. The difficult boss, the hacker who stole a lot of your money, the relationship person that, you know, your partner who cheated on you and it ended badly. Like all of these things are the universe giving you experiences that will bring things up for you, meaning the limiting beliefs I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. Life doesn't care about me. All these it, it, it gives you these experiences so that these subconscious deep beliefs can come up into your consciousness so that you can look at them and choose to look at them differently, thereby discovering. It doesn't happen right away. It happens over time most for most of us, discovering the great power within you that's always there, the freedom Within you, not out there. No one can give it to you. The freedom within you to choose what you want to perceive. Jeshua says this over and over and over again. Look at your life. If you're not liking your life, it's only in how you are seeing it that is causing the feeling of not liking it. It's only in how you're seeing yourself. You get to choose what you want to perceive. And to elicit only what you want to feel. And you can feel love in the midst of heartbreak, in the midst of pain. You can feel peace in the midst of so much crap happening around you and in your world. So that even, and this is the extreme example, even if nails are being driven through the hands, he's obviously referring to the crucifixion, you choose Love, you choose what you want to perceive, and you are finally liberated, liber- freed in the power to choose love. So even when somebody, like how justified would Jeshua be, these people are crucifying me. What the hell did I do wrong? And yet they're taking me. Like that's the ultimate you know, symbol of victimhood. Jeshua can be seen as the ultimate symbol of victim. Look, this world is not safe. When you're loving, you'll be killed. When you speak the truth, you'll be killed. And a lot of us can relate to that. And we kind of, we, 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 we hide, we don't hide behind that, but we use that as a reason not to shine and not to speak up and not to serve. I'm talking about like light workers, or that's kind of a fancy way to just say people who feel like they want to do good in the world and have things to share. You could call it like the witch wound. It's the same thing. This idea that if we speak the truth, we'll be killed, we'll be outcast, we'll be rejected, we'll be alone. So the crucifixion, Jeshua's every justification to be upset and to be a victim and to be angry and to feel that life failed him, but he's choosing differently. He's choosing to identify with his soul self, which is his reality, not his body, the body. What's the body? It's the symbol of separation. It's the manifestation of separation. It's not real. The spirit, the soul, the consciousness is reality. Love, the power to choose. He liberated himself by choosing love. And then he overcame the world.
before that too, right? Because he said, you know, I've, I'm in this world, but not of this world. I've overcome the world before the crucifixion. I think I don't know. I'm not a Bible Bible expert, but I'm I'm guessing. <laughs> so if Jeshua can do it, we can do it in the various crucifixions of our own life. And he talks about this too. He's like, this just we can use that as a, as a metaphor for us. Look at all the ways you feel victimized by life, by your bosses, by your partners, by your kids, by the economy, by the politicians. Victim, 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 victim. And do what Jeshua is teaching us. Do what he did. Choose to look with innocence. Choose to see that you have the great power to choose what you want to perceive and practice. And if you fail at it and this seems hard, that's okay. Just as long as you're committed and just have a willingness, everything is here to support you. I love you. Thanks for listening. If you get value from this, like, subscribe, share. Uh, I'm so honored to be on this journey with you. And uh, drop us a note. Hello at Revelation Breathwork. And let us know how you're doing with this material. Uh, Love you. And we'll see you next time.